In this episode, we will continue to talk about socialization, but from the homeschooling side. Let's go. Welcome from Roots to Fruit. As a Canadian Christian Orthodox homeschooling mother that also works, many challenges arise. Come with me as I explore these issues, all of the good, the bad, and the ugly. Let's go on a journey together from Roots to Fruit. Like I've mentioned, this is a big topic, so I decided to break it down to two episodes. The topic of socialization is probably the number one thing that homeschoolers are questioned on. It is probably the number one concern parents have when venturing off into the realm of homeschooling. When we think about homeschoolers, the typical image that comes to mind is a family that's isolated. They're Christian fanatics and they don't like leaving their home. We imagine that their kids are socially awkward and they don't know how to interact with others. This myth has been debunked many times. If you ask a homeschooler, they will tell you that they're rarely at home, they're always involved in social activities, and have lots of people around them. From what we've seen, it's much more complicated than that. We've been homeschooling for several years now, and in in comparison to a lot of other families, we don't have the expertise of homeschooling. However, we have lots of experience in the category of socialization. First off, I would like to mention that the typical image of homeschooling is by and large a myth, or at the very most an extreme exaggeration. Yes, if you look hard enough, you will find a family that fits that image, but it's rare, and it's clearly other issues going on there. Also, these families are always shown as Christian families. In reality, There are many religious people from other religions that prefer to homeschool and can be just as fanatical as the stereotype suggests, but these are hardly mentioned. The other thing to mention is that there are different types of homeschooling styles and different types of families. So to paint everyone with one brush is oversimplification at best and naive at worst. Okay, I just wanted to bring those points up since I think that they're important to understand. It is also true when homeschoolers say that they're involved in many activities. Since the children is not stuck in school, they have the freedom to explore life, to be involved in various activities, and to figure out who they are from a young age. These kids are involved in the typical sports such as hockey, soccer, ballet, swimming, skating, and so on. Their lessons from the other subjects also gets to come to life, such as history lessons are not only done in the house, but they can also be done at local historical sites and museums far more frequently than the traditional school counterparts because these families have the flexibility to do so. They do nature lessons in nature and have time to visit farms and sanctuaries. They can do science experiments of all kinds and so much more. The parents and the kids can be creative with the lessons and their imagination can run wild instead of being stuck in a classroom with the teacher telling them what creativity is and what imagination is. They get to learn how to think critically and analyze for themselves since they're not in a classroom that tells them what to think. When kids are stuck in a classroom, many of them are too shy or self-conscious to ask questions for the fear of being ridiculed. However, in a homeschooling environment, that feeling is by far and large non-existent because they're in an environment that they're comfortable with and not worried about being ridiculed or embarrassed. Regardless of how much Educators may encourage kids to ask questions. Kids naturally don't want to look silly in front of their friends. Also, teachers have limited time to answer questions for multiple students, and inevitably, some kids don't dare ask questions. 
Homeschoolers can do so much more and in so much more ways. All of it is done in the real world so the kid gets to still be a kid and play with other kids but at the same time learn how to behave properly since their examples are adults from, from the real world. I've heard from other homeschoolers that one of the many reasons not to put your children in school is due to socialization or rather the unsocialization and I'm going to have to agree. As mentioned in previous episodes, schools have far too many issues when it comes to socialization. In homeschooling, you don't have these issues for the most part. I have heard from many school teachers that they've had homeschoolers in their classrooms and these kids have behavioral or social issues. These comments didn't sit right with me since school kids tend to have more of these issues than vice versa. So I went asking in the homeschooling community and this is what I found. These homeschooled kids go from a loving, caring environment, one that they feel a sense of belonging and independence. Their opinions are respected and they get to say what they learn. There is freedom and flexibility. Then, all of a sudden, they're found in a place that all of that is gone. They feel like they're in prison. Kids around them are unruly, bad behavior, and foul language. Kids competing for the teacher's attention, lessons that don't make sense, and the day is controlled by a bell. And let's be honest, teachers are strangers to the kids. We really have no idea who they are. Well, these homeschoolers are shocked when placed in these schools. They feel like they're in the jungle, so they recoil or misbehave. The argument to correcting it is that we should be placing children in school sooner so that they know how to deal with it. My response is this. Have we really boiled down to socialization to whether the child can survive the jungle or not? And why are we more concerned with blind obedience than raising saints? I thought we sent our kids to school to learn academics. Why is everything but that being taught? And is this really about learning to survive? Because when these kids are adults, they have a really hard time dealing with the smallest issues. Also, you don't teach kids by throwing them into the lion's den and hoping to survive without a scratch. No, you teach them first. Give them tools. Show them. Strengthen them. And when they're ready, then they go in the lion's den when they need to and they know how to survive. One more thing. Our society has been progressively getting worse over the decades. We never used to live in the lion's den. So perhaps we should start asking questions as to what has changed instead of continuing to do what doesn't work. However, there are some issues in the homeschooling communities that are only recently being talked about and which I find to be unfair since they keep harping on how great these communities are. When you ask a veteran homeschooler, they will tell you of a time that there was a very good homeschooling community. They would gather regularly, the mothers would support each other, the kids would play, and there would also be times where they would include dad. The families were really close and they became lifelong friends. They did activities together, went on field trips, learned together. The kids learned in the real world with real life lessons. Families also shared morals, values, and ethics. They also had an exchange of information in regards to curriculum. They were open to others joining and helping newer mothers along in their journey. After speaking to many homeschoolers, I found that this started to stop around five years ago as the communities grew. Many problems started to form, such as leaders being too controlling, not everyone was welcome, division, cliques, arguments over curriculum, political arguments, cattiness, and etc. Then the lockdown started, and all of it was put on pause. Those of us that wanted to find other families were told by these self-styled group leaders to wait for mandates to be lifted, while their children were still meeting up. Once things started opening up, these groups didn't start up again, not like how they used to. 
there were some attempts, but it didn't seem to be much of an effort. It seemed like more veteran homeschoolers left instead of staying behind to help like other previous ones did. I would like to also point out that I'm extremely grateful for those that did stay behind to help. I can't tell you how much I've learned from them. When these veterans left, most of them were replaced by some pretty controlling women. Also, lots of moms had their groups already and weren't interested in helping those that were new. On top of that, most of us were simply looking for playdates, even if they were virtual, since that was the big issues that the kids were having due to lockdowns. Unfortunately, these women were more interested in having co-ops. Also, I found that most of these groups started from social media, which I have little interest in, and so I reluctantly joined to find groups. At one point, I was spending more time on social media just to find something or someone to connect with than spending time with my kids. So that had to stop. Plus, there's so much fakeness, hostility, drama, and etc. on these sites that it becomes more of a problem than a solution. I ended up joining so many groups, but most weren't interested in meeting up. Even if they were, lots of moms were expressing the same concerns. Eventually, some of the meetups started to happen again. Lots were co-op style meetups. This not only frustrated my kids, but other kids as well. The kids just wanted to play, so that didn't work. Other groups had way too much drama. Some other groups weren't very welcoming to new families. Many didn't want dads around. Other groups weren't as accepting to older moms and etc. There seems to have been generational divisions as well within these groups. Also, some weird stuff started happening recently, such as mothers were asking way too many invasive questions. Or mothers that had kids older than six in school, yet still calling themselves homeschoolers. Or mothers that did agree with all that was happening in public schools and wanted to change homeschooling to match. Plus, for those of us that work, well, it's extremely difficult to find any meetups that happened after work hours. And really, there isn't much of interest in including us that work. All of these has made playtime with other kids difficult. I will say this. This is probably the most disappointing part of being a homeschooling community, especially since there is such a constant harping that socialization is not a problem. For us, we ended up finding a few families that we could connect with, and this was done through lots of prayer. We enrolled our kids into programs they were interested in. We spent more time at church and the library. We checked to see what events are in our area and continue to do field trips. As a mother, I have joined a couple of groups for mothers where we can support each other and talk about anything. This has been a great help. I continue to try to connect with other homeschoolers in our area, but as I said, it is difficult. I mentioned some of this to non-homeschoolers. Their solution tends to be for us to put our kids back into school. However, this isn't a solution. As I mentioned, public schools have way more problems and the outcome is worse. At least we have the flexibility to take our kids to places with other kids and are working to improving the situation. Over the years, we have been homeschooling. I have spoken to many, many mothers about this, and I have found that there are many, many mothers out there that feel the same, but very few that are willing to change this. Many people say that 2020 changed everything, but I don't think so. These problems were there before. 2020 just highlighted these problems, which also includes the way we interact with each other. I feel like this has to do more with the fact that we have been so well trained from public school setting. Perhaps we can connect with each other, be honest, be willing to meet up and to support each other. Perhaps we can put all these divisions, these arguments to an end and to restore the supportive homeschooling communities. 
Let's pray for one another to unite instead of dividing regardless of if you're a homeschooler or not. Thank you for your time. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for your time. If you want to know more about me and my podcast, please visit me at my website for more information at fromrootstofruit.podbean.com. May you be blessed from roots to fruit.